gets colder My eyes go thin as I get older Piece in pieces Bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left Yelling on the right I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my life Cause I can't stop the walk Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Focus on the Facts. My co-host is Patricia Negron. She does a live broadcast every day at noon on Facebook, and I encourage all my listeners to tune in to the best daily news broadcast out there with Trish and Albert Bechet every day at noon. We'll discuss some of the main issues that they discussed today earlier on her show. Our guest is Walt Pareto, a researcher, analyst, and sociopolitical systems psychologist based out of Washington, D.C. He's currently working on his first, first book titled Organized Psychopathy. Walt joined us last week on the show, but this week I want Walt to describe these psychopaths more fully so we can better understand the psychopaths who are running this country and the world and the reasons behind their evil contact, conduct and the reason there's no shame or guilt in them. But that, Walt will explain that to us. We'll also cover the latest news on taking down the global pedophile network, including the serious problems at the Vatican with the top world pedophile, the Pope. He is facing impeachment on charges of heresy, according to a report today from Vatican expert Leo Zagami. So I'll bring Christian Walt on now, and we'll cover these issues. So welcome to the show, Christian Walt. Hi, everyone. Hi, Trish. We have Trish. Hmm. I wonder. Well, Walt, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You're here. Okay. Um. She's. I wonder if um her phone line isn't hooked up or something. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. I I just found out she was going to be on the show when you sent yeah. the uh, the notice. Right. Right. Yeah. What. Well, I thought that he said that both of my guests, well, he calls her a guest, but um, that we're on. But, well, do you want to start out um, by telling us about the psychopaths? (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it's a very enigmatic mental disorder because psychopaths are usually, usually can be described as normal people on the surface. They work in all different kinds of uh, uh, occupations. Um, they were at all levels of society, from, from the lower ends of the society to the very highest ends of society, which are, they're very prevalent over there. And uh, in a scientific sense, I mean, mainstream academia has been studying them very closely, particularly in the last 20, 25 years when they've added uh, neuroimaging to the process. So the results of the neuroimaging has corroborated the tests given by a clinician in order to make a diagnosis of psychopathy. The corroboration has to do with the fact that according to the uh, results of neuroimaging, psychopaths have a uh, diminished a diminished uh, capability of empathy and which was proved when 
they hook up a, 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 psycho, a, a psychopath to um, an EEG, and then they have a control set where you have normal people also uh, hooked up to the EEG. And then what they'll do is they'll show disturbing images, images of uh, violence or just, just very sad imagery where normal people will become disturbed, become um, maybe even break out crying. You know, it, it, it be very emotional imagery. And what right. they noticed in the EEGs is the psychopath doesn't seem to have much change in activity, in particularly in two parts of the brain, the amygdala and the prefrontal orbital cortex. With a normal person, you'll see a lot of electrical activity responding to the emotional um, uh, stimuli. So, so we know now that uh, the diagnosis of psychopathy has real hard science behind it. And uh, what we've identified... And where did they do these recently, tests? Where did they, I'm sorry, where did, where did they do these tests? Oh, in in, uh, in a clinical setting, you know, they have uh, trials. Usually the psychopaths that are tested by clinicians are usually prisoners in the, in the prison system because they're easier to test because they're more willing to break the monotony of prison life by volunteering to be tested scientifically. It's hard to get a regular person on the street suspected of being a psychopath to submit to these kind of um, tests because hey, wait, I, was, it, I was asking because I'm thinking well where did they round these people up <laughs> yeah right yeah well in prison mostly most of the okay. tests are done on prisoners because uh, there's an estimated 20% of the prison population in the United States is deemed to be psychopathic Really? But to get just regular people on the street um, that have that diagnosis, they're, they're not going to be as willing to submit to some such tests. And when you get to the higher echelons of society, they're obviously not going to want to be tested for that. Right? <laughs> Psychopaths don't see anything wrong with them in the first place. They can't even sense no. there's something wrong with them. They think everybody else has the problem. They see empathic people as the problem. They, they see them as weak-minded people that need to be exploited. And that explains that a lot right. as far as uh, how our society is structured. That's why uh, we have all these bloody wars and all these false flag events and events like 9-11 where they crash planes in, into uh, 110-story towers and then bring them down in a controlled demolition. I mean, I mean, how you know? How could somebody with empathy even think about doing something like that? They have to be psychopathic. There's no other disorder that could describe that behavior that we've seen. Right. So, and, and you know, Phil, Phil McDonald reports that uh, they do betting on these false flag events that they do. That they, they do betting of some sort on the deaths and everything. I mean, big money betting. You know, the elite that have all this money, they don't have nothing to do with it anymore. That's very interesting. I actually never heard that, but it makes total sense. 
Does it? I mean, now that you, yeah, now that you mention it, I mean, it's definitely something that they would do. It's yeah. very conceivable that they would do something like that. I mean, just on their stock, you know, they pretty much control the stock market, right. and they they bet and trade on everything. If they even trade people's birth certificates, <laughs> you know, so. There's there's no end to their behavior. There's no there's no moral end to their behavior. It's it just what you do know, they trade birth certificates for? Um, well, because they they see people as commodities, like cattle or 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 uh, pigs or or or, or, or uh, corn or you know they just see us as commodities. They see us as inanimate objects to begin with. So, you know, birth, a birth certificate, when, when your parents sign a birth certificate, they're basically signing you over to the government. And you become a government commodity. And they, 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 they actually trade people's uh, birth certificates. You know, I, I, I don't know, I don't know any more details on it, but this is what I've heard. That, mm-hmm. you know, so, but I do know that they see us as commodities. What to be commodities? exploited, you know, to, to, to be labor, to be, to be victims in war, to make money from war, to make money from selling arms, um, money, uh, also to destabilize countries and change their leadership into leadership that's, that they can, they can control. You know, because because the ultimate goal is to control the entire world, and they're doing it right. one nation at a time, and it, it the process has been accelerated since 9/11. They had several countries targeted before 9/11. Part of the reason why they did 9/11 was an excuse to go in and take over Iraq, Afghanistan, eventually Libya. They have their eyes on Lebanon. They're already fighting in Syria. And then the ultimate prize is Iran. You know, they, right. Iran's a big, big prize. They're not worried. There's all this talk about North Korea. But they're not really worried about North Korea. North Korea is, is terrible to their own people. But they really don't bother anybody else. They're isolated. You know, and... Uh, even though there's I mean, a lot of leadership over there in, in the 50s or whatever, in the yeah, well, that was part of yeah, that was part of the division between the so-called communist ideology and the capitalist ideology. That was all contrived. That was all planned years before. So okay. that was to divide. Yeah, to divide to make two major ideologies to compete against each other. And, and and Korea was just the front of that, one of the fronts, including uh, Vietnam and Eastern Europe. You know, it, it, they were the fronts in the Cold War. And uh, I, I personally, it's my opinion that the reason why North Korea even exists is is to be a model of a totalitarian, dystopian society so they could see which techniques work because they're very hands-on in their tyranny. I mean, they don't allow information coming in from the outside. 
they propagandize their people um, singularly. You know, they don't. They, there's really no other information coming in on an official level. So all you're hearing as a, as a North Korean citizen is what is what the government is telling you. I mean, there is some leakage coming in. There is some information coming in in the underground. And they understand, some, some of the people understand there's a different world out there. Some of them escape. Some of them lose their lives trying to escape. But I would say the majority of the people really have no idea how the world operates except from what their government is telling them. But I see them as an experiment because... They, they're, they're taking notes. The world elite's taking notes to say, okay, you know, if we have a, a full global tyranny, will this technique work? Or maybe this technique isn't working so well. So I kind of see North Korea as a laboratory, a social laboratory. I think that's why they exist. I mean, if they were really a threat to the world, they would have been done away with a long time ago. I don't think it's that hard to go into North Korea and just wipe it out. They're doing it to other countries. You know, but they uh, they also provide, a, a, you know, an excuse to keep the uh, American war budget high. And, you know, it, it, tyranny requires an enemy. You always have to have an enemy. And, and the North Koreans do it, too. They... They propagandize their people by telling them that uh, America is the big enemy. That that's the people that, you know, we have to get together and fight. So it works on both sides. You know, it, so, but they're telling the truth that we are the enemy, right? Well, you know, it's funny you mention that because uh, North Korea came out with a documentary. And... Uh, with subtitles in English, and they distributed it to their people. And the documentary was actually truthful. I mean, it was it was critical of, of Western society, particularly the United States. And if if you if you look at this video from A to Z, there's no lies in the video. The only thing they're not telling you is about what they do to their own people. That wasn't included in the documentary. But if you actually scrutinize the documentary, all they did is tell the truth. And, and the truth is actually the best propaganda. You know, you can't really go wrong if it's actually factual information. But there's enough abuses in Western society to compile information and put it into a, a documentary so <laughs> like i said it's so where do we stand right now with with the koreas i mean this is so terrible because you can't believe the word put out in the mainstream media you know and all these different stories come out and i can't keep them straight what is supposed to be going on right now in north korea yeah. Well, well, the Western mainstream media is the propaganda arm of, of the uh, Western border, you know. Right. And, and then the North Koreans they use propaganda on their isolated population. So it's all about propaganda. How do we stand with North Korea? I, I, well, they're promoting brinkmanship on both sides, and both sides are able to control their populations by providing enemies. 
Um, I don't think we're a threat to North Korea or vice versa at this point in time. I, I, I firmly believe that, that they're just a social laboratory. Now, down the road, things are going to change as, as maybe more countries fall to the, to the Western powers, you know, uh, maybe Syria, maybe Iran, maybe eventually Russia and China will come into the uh, order. At some point, North Korea is going to have to be part of that order if the plans for a new world order actually come about. Our job really is to stop all this madness, to, to identify psychopathy, organize psychopathy, and, and uh, put out this information so, so people know how the world actually operates. And then maybe we could thwart this, these, these plans for a dystopia. Yeah. Well, I don't think that uh, I don't think that any of us that grew up going to American schools that we know the truth about anything about history. Oh no, no. We're we start off the social engineers. They start off with indoctrination. First, they get they get your kids out of the house. They make the mother go to work in order to make it economically. They the government has your kids all day, and they indoctrinate them. And that you know, it's not—it's not that teachers are bad, but it, but it's but they're under orders. I mean, in order to to keep their job, they have to have a certain curriculum, you know, and they have to follow that curriculum. They they really can't vary from it, you know. So you, they start off with the uh, indoctrination, then you're old enough to read, and you start reading newspapers and watching the news. And then you get your second blast of propaganda, which is the mainstream media. The mainstream media is all lies. Absolutely. But the only truth, but the only truth in the mainstream media is is the weather report and the sports scores. Yeah, well, much but I don't think the weather reports are right either. Dane Wayington says that the, that the, the globalists they own that weather channel, and they they just spout out the lies just like the media that they hand to them. You know, I mean, you, you know, now this geoengineering and controlling the weather, the weather that it comes on, you can't predict two or three days ahead what the weather is going to be, at least not here. Yeah, there's a, been a lot of talk about um, weather modification. Oh, and that's, yes. not, that's, that's not a, yeah, that's, that's not an issue that I really fully understand yet. I haven't really gotten to that specifically. I'm just kind of oh, like taking in some information from different oh, sources, you, but I haven't come to any conclusions. Horrify you. Those hurricanes that destroyed Texas, destroyed the, um, Puerto Rico, Florida, and all those geoengineered fires out in California, I mean, they are destroying us. This is genocide in slow motion. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely very suspicious. And I do know for a fact they are they are going in that direction. I mean, I know that much. I just, I just don't know the details of like how they do it. Oh, listen, I had Dane Wigginton on several times. He's the top expert in the world on this, and he tells y'all they've been doing this since 1947. They've been doing yeah. this chemtrail spraying, and we don't have. People need to understand this. If we don't stop this geoengineering and chemtrail spraying, this world will be uninhabitable by the year 2025, and I always tell people that, and that it's like, well, you think, well, 2025, don't worry about it because I got that many years left. No, you don't, 
because the world is being destroyed right before us. And I usually don't know what to tell people what is going to happen. You know, how are we going to die? Well, I, I heard an explanation on a, on a video that uh, Dane played with this guy explaining on this. And he said that, you know, the heat is going to be so bad. I mean, do you know that it's like 130 degrees in some countries? Wow. Do you know what that sun beating down? I mean, here in Green Bay even, if you look around, the top of the trees are all burnt. You know, wow. with the, the sun is so hot. I mean, we don't ever have truly blue skies. There's a globe. There's a dome over us with these chemtrails by now. I mean, Easter, we've been having chemtrail spraying so bad in Green Bay. And um, on Easter, it looked like we had a sunny day, and we never, ever have a whole day that is a sunny day in Green Bay anymore. It is chemtrail spraying from morning till night. Well, on Easter it was. And I told my boyfriend, you know why they're doing this? Because everybody's out, and people are finally waking up, you know. And so if they chemtrail sprayed like they always do, People would notice it because they're off and they're going to their families and stuff, and they'd notice it, you know, because people are waking up about it. So on Easter, they made it almost the whole day like it was blue skies, but they're not really blue skies. There's a dome of chemtrails over that, and it's like a bluish gray. It is not a blue sky. Yeah. And see, people are 167. So in the 50s, I grew up. I remember what normal skies look like. I remember what normal clouds look like. And everything, and that's the problem now. When people are waking up, they're so young they don't remember what normal skies look mm. like. And now they're even taking old movies and old videos and everything and putting the chemtrails in them. We <sighs> program with the chemtrails to make it look to people like they've always been here. Oh, well, they wow. haven't. I lived that with the world. You know, I mean, I was born in 1950. Well, Dane said they started this in '47, so I'm sure. Well, I know up where I live, they weren't doing this chemtrail spraying at all. So I remember perfectly normal skies and clouds. And in fact, when I was a kid, we had science class, and we had to memorize the types of clouds that there were. Oh, there were only like four or five kinds at the time. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have any real clouds anymore. This geoengineering, this is the nail in the coffin. I mean, they've been killing us. This genocide with GMO foods, with toxic water, with the vaccines, with the psych drugs, all this. But this chemtrail spraying is the nail in the coffin. They are slaughtering us off slowly. And all this business of saying there's a flu epidemic, and I know it's not. It is this chemtrail spraying that everybody's getting sick over. And then they run to the doctor, and they think they can treat it like flu. Well, these doctors don't know how to treat this. No. There is, no, they're, there they're, not, no they're not trained for this. They, they, most of them aren't even aware of it. They're, they're, they're certainly not trained for it. No, you know it, it's no. it's like um, I have a I have a a relative that uh, works for Delta Airlines, so she knows a lot of uh, pilots. And when I mentioned chemtrailing to her, she she went to the one of her pilot friends, and the pilot friend says, "Oh no, that's just conspiracy theory. There's absolutely nothing to it." I had pilots not, on to my show. They explained it all. They know what's going on. Well, some of them pilots probably don't if they aren't actually involved in it. But no, I, um, maybe yeah, I don't. I, I think yeah, I don't think he's involved with it. I mean, he's a he's a he's a retired commercial airline pilot, uh-huh. and I you know if you look at the planes doing the chemtrailing, they they seem to be more like military planes. They don't seem to be like seven forty sevens or anything. And of course, they're, they're certainly not going to 
tell a, a regular commercial airline pilot that we're spraying the skies for depopulation purposes. You know that. You know they only they're only going to tell people certain information. You know they're going to keep it to a minimum. They're they're, they're not going to they don't want to let this cat out of the bag. They're only going to pretty much tell the operatives, the people involved in the process, to some degree. And of course, it's very compartmentalized. You know, the uh, the actual agenda is written out and implemented by people at the very top of organized psychopathy. And then as you go down, you know, what you're doing is you're using uh, money, you know, to pay people off to do certain actions. And some of the, not all of those people know what's going on in a, in a comprehensive level. You know, another well, you thing know, is by now I don't believe I don't by now I don't believe there ain't pilots knowing. I don't believe there's any pilots that don't know what they're doing, because people have woken up, and and I don't believe anymore that there's any that don't know this is going on. I mean, they're pilots, even if they ain't flying in planes, they can look at the skies and see it. I mean, I said on Easter we didn't have any. I went to the grocery store today, and it was all over. Like yeah, well, they crazy. Can, they could see it. They could see it with their eyes. Sure they could see, see it with their eyes, but they they can't process it. They, they can't, can't process it when they the can't put it into trailers up all across the sky. No, they can process it. They're refusing to. If they're saying they don't realize this, they know they're meant contrails. For God's sakes. Clear across the whole sky, this one airplane was going. It's well, it's the it's the same psychology of a person that looks at the twin towers in Building Seven on nine eleven in in a video, and they see the buildings coming down. It's an obvious controlled demolition. But they but they even though they're looking at it, they're seeing it with their eyes, but their minds aren't processing it that way. They can't get over the the fact they can't embrace the fact that their own government you know perpetrated this crime they they can't and and but it and if you if you try to get them to see the light they end up going into cognitive dissonance and it's a very painful um mental phenomenon and and to relieve dissonance you tr- you try to bring about consonance which is it's 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 basically you're embracing your world view over factual knowledge or or the the facts put right in front of you they don't they don't want to process the facts it's the same thing with the pilots yes they see the chemtrails but they can't they can't process the fact that their own the leaders of their own society are actually poisoning us even though they're in the air and flying around they don't well, they could, don't want could, to see it i could see that philosophy about 911 because by then people that don't want to face that just don't look at it and when they see you reports out on it or videos they just don't look at it they you know and then they can stay in denial but this country yeah. is playing is out here every damn day and pilots cannot tell me that they they can't deny this. I mean, they, I mean other yeah, people, a lot like, of them do. Maybe, but pilots know that those are chemtrails. Uh, I mean, well, the this media incident, keeps this incident, it up that it's contrails and all this. 
you know, and I can see why the people in the main, in, you know, the average American still believes that, but these pilots are smarter than that. They know that these are not contrails. I mean, we know what contrails look like. I mean, I think everybody remembers that. I mean, when I was little and an airplane would fly, a jet would fly by, yeah, we'd see that contrail. Pardon? Yeah, we still see see them. You know, you still see commercial aircraft with a tail of smoke coming out and it dissipates right away. That's a normal contrail. That's normal. Yeah. Right. Right. But now here they're doing it too. um, In Green Bay, they're doing it more at night now. So during the day, because again, because people are waking up, you know, and so they're looking for it. So they're doing it at night and then it's just horrible. It is just horrible. Green Bay is just horrible. And I'm beginning to think, you know, like I'm convinced, you know, I'm such a big whistleblower and such a big mouth on every every area and every field, you know, whether it be war profiteering, whether it be the GMOs, whether it be the pedophilia, whether it be the vaccines, pharmaceutical industry. I mean, I've been blowing the whistles for 14 years straight. So they all hate me. So anyways, I don't go out of my house. It's been like a year and a half. I sneak to the grocery store once in a while, like I did this morning, but there's no pre-planned or nothing. Right. And, and I've got my whole house outed for any way that they can spy on me. You know, wow. it, it drives them nuts, you know. Yeah. And so they don't know. So once in a while I sneak to the grocery store. Otherwise, I don't go anywhere, and I don't have anybody over here. I don't have anybody that I love around me because I'm afraid they'll go after them to hurt me and everything. Yeah. So I stay in this house, you know, and... uh and for that reason, you know, that that they'll kill me in a minute if they could. And and, and that's another thing, you know, that, that that happens all the time. You know, somebody nowadays, somebody gets murdered about once a week, whether it be a reporter or a witness that was going to testify or somebody investing, the, you know, the pedophilia network or something. And they kill them. And now it's like it just happens and it's like, oh, another one. And then it's just forgotten. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, they tend to particularly target people with certain credentials. Like there's, uh-huh. there's people that, that work on cancer cures and nutrition. I've written and, about and that. Alternative yeah. medicine. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I've written almost 400 articles since I started my wow. independent back in 2003. So it's like I've covered every topic out there. So I am so hated. So it's it's and believe me. It wouldn't bother me to die. This is hell we are living in. This is hell. Yeah. And it is more hell for somebody like me that woke up over three years ago to sit back and watch what they're doing and watch everybody die. I mean, this well, is pure hell for me. But I'm the whistleblower, and I do not want to be shut up. But otherwise, believe me, this is hell. I would gladly die. We need die. people like you. We need people I know like that. you. That's because who else is going to do it? Safe. Because this is just the most horrible world that there is, and we've got to save it. But if we don't, um, 2025, we can look at it. We'll be, but anyhow, what I was explaining before, what's going to happen is the plants won't grow and everything. And now 90% of the insects on Earth are gone. Okay, so we've got 10% left. If we don't have insects, look at all the other life that depends on insects to live. Yeah. You know, look at all the animals in the woods. Look at the rodents. Look at the fish. Look at the birds. If they don't have insects to eat, well, they're not going to live. You know, this is how bad it is. And then our oceans are destroyed. 
with Fukushima and with the plastics and with everything else, you know, our fish population is about dead as it is. And, and the fish that are there, I wouldn't eat a fish mm. nowadays with all the radiation in the ocean and everything and the, and the testing and stuff they do on them. They're just full of radiation and cancer from the radiation and everything. I mean, our food supply is going to be what's going to drastic, and it'll result in famine. We'll all be here. We won't be able to grow food. The heat is going to be so hot that you can't grow any food. So the famine is what's going to end up killing everybody. But yes, they're destroying the earth. They're destroying the air. They're destroying the water. You know, we're not going to be yeah. able to grow food. And these other countries, people, you know, mainstream media never reports on this. But the temperatures yeah. in some of these other countries is so horrendous already that I can't even imagine that the people live there in the summer, in their summer. Yeah, and then, it's because we have a small, we have a small psychopathic elite that that believes that there's too many people on the earth. You know, they don't have feelings for other people. They don't care about other people's families, even their own families. Even their own, I know. Part. Yeah. This is what kills some me. of these people <laughs> sacrifice their own children. The, yeah. the, they'll, well, they'll, they'll put their own children in, in a mind control program and turn them into assassin. An assassin. They, they don't care. That's the thing. They just neuropsychologically they don't care. They they have no ability to care. They just see no, life the as, as the game. Psychopaths. Aren't the majority of them Satanists? Yeah. You know, when it comes to psychopathy across the board. It kind of parallels regular society or normal people. In other words, if you take normal people, normal meaning non-psychopathic, it runs the gamut for, uh, in, in religiosity. In other words, you, you have like atheists at one end, and then at the other end you'd have like a devout Christian or Muslim or, 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 a, or a devout Jew or whatever, like on the other end, and then everything in between. It's, it parallels psychopathy. If you look at psychopaths, it also runs the gamut. So you'll have, on one end, atheist psychopaths. At the other end, it, you usually find your, your hardcore Satanists that, that, use, uh, that employ satanic inspiration and, and try to evoke like the... The, the darkness, you know, because they're, they're they're very dark in their thinking, and they look for divine inspiration, and and, mo and these type of people they're very anti-Christ, anti-mainstream religion, and anti-God, and that you also have a few psychopaths that actually embrace some uh, mainstream religions, but not too much. It's usually it's usually they're either atheistic or or they're satanic, and then and then everything in between. Right. right. Well, there's problems over there at the uh, Vatican, big time problems, according to uh, to the, that uh, what the heck's his name again? Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, Leo Zagami, he reports mm -hmm. on Infowars all the time on what's going on at the at the Vatican. And he says this business over the Pope coming out and saying there's no hell and all this stuff, but then then denying it and stuff. He said that uh, that there's a movement on it in, to um, to impeach the Pope for heresy. Now explain to me what that is. Heresy? Do you know? 
you know, it's a heretic. It's, a, it's like somebody that goes against their religious doctrine. You know, okay, some, but yeah. they said that, that uh, they're looking to impeach him because of that. Heresy. Yeah. Okay, that makes I mean, sense I, now because he was explaining how he cha- he's changed everything, this pope, when he came in. Mm-hmm. Like he's changing the way that supposedly the Catholics think or thought. And I guess I can yeah. do that. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been following this particular situation closely, but the Catholic Church and its leadership in Rome, you know, has a long history of even Satanism involved and, and hidden right. knowledge in the occult and and, and pedophilia, and it, it, it's it's really. I feel bad for like the devout uh, Catholics that you know really believe in in. in, in you know the ideology you know, so of religion. That's but, what I say because but, uh, anymore. You know, but if you look, if you look me, at the like history I, of their leadership, I mean, you know, well, I feel bad. In the 1940s, you had you had popes, you know, kowtowing to the Nazis and protecting them, and you know, so it's really when when you go up on the top echelons of society, they intermingle. Whether it's a Catholic Church or um, organized psychopathy in general. Um, the so-called communist leadership, the leadership of the so-called free world, and you know they, they all mingle with each other. They're all they're all playing the same poker game, right? Well, then over there we got in Australia. We got the second in command on trial over there for his pedophilia. Um, wow! And that Cardinal Pell, you know, um, they just finished up the hearings, and he's supposed to uh, go on trial. I. So they're going to decide if he's going to have a jury trial in April 19th, I believe. Mm-hmm. That, but here again, one of the witnesses, um, you know, they were having these hearings to see how much evidence they have against him and stuff, and I don't understand how they do all that. But anyhow, um, a couple of weeks ago, it was like one of the charges was dropped because one of the one of the victims died suddenly again. Mm. This this yeah. happens all the time. I mean, you know, this is yeah. another example of what I was just talking about. You know, yeah. a witness is just ready to testify and everything, and then they die. Um, yeah. yeah, it happens a lot throughout society. Yeah. Well, yeah, and especially of, uh, yeah. here with this business with Hillary and the gang, yeah. and all of the people yeah. that line up to testify against them. Yeah, Hillary Clinton comes to mind when you, when you mention that. You know, they have this... Uh, so-called uh, Clinton body count, which is apparently as high as about 140. I mean, who knows what who knows what the real number is? But I mean, if you oh, just cut it in half, if she's had 70 and her people have had 70 people murdered, okay? I mean, yeah. I mean, how do you punish that? You know, what do you do besides putting putting somebody in a cage or hanging them or something like like what do you do with them? You know, right. I mean, it's seventy people are in people are in prison for um, having a marijuana joint. And some people have been in prison right. for years and years and years, and, and and somebody murders seventy people and is living in luxury. You know, this, right. this is kind of the world we're living in right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, didn't you think it was good this week with Roseanne Barr coming out so strong against the human trafficking? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't oh, miss that story. wonderful. Oh, well, you know, her show got such big ratings. You know, um, like over eighteen million viewers. 
and everything. So it went over really good. And you know, Rosanna has been out here. She's she talks about the MK Ultra slaves. Yeah, yeah she's been pretty outspoken about about sure. certain and, subjects. And yeah, she says she's been working with MK Ultra victims for a couple decades. Wow. And I've heard her talk on it, you know. But anyhow, she yeah. came out and in full support of Trump for his efforts, you know, to end human trafficking. And she and she said that he's. Let's see what she said. Um, well. Well, the majority of journalists and stuff, are, the mainstream media, are are attacking her for, you know, praising sure. Trump, for ending the human trafficking, you know. But And then they even went so far as to say, you know, citing a, cons- a crazy conspiracy theory about human trafficking in the United States and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, no, no, she's she's keeping up on it. And she, she tweeted it out, this message about that. She's praising him so much. And then she even went so far as to uh, tweet the whole article that told him all the arrests since he's been in office of human traffickers. And he said, wow. he says he's freeing all these victims from pimps all over the world. Yeah. So really proud of her, man. You know, we need somebody out there, you know, in the, in the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just read a headline that they signed her up for her second season already after the one episode was so great. Oh, good. I- yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's like a comeback of her original show, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, yes, you got all yeah. the people back. Yeah. You know how so. I found out? I, I was I was uh, in New York about two two weeks ago, and I happened to see an advertisement on the when I was riding the subway about the show. That's only that's the only reason why I know anything about it at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> you saw oh, that's good news. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, uh, that is really, really something, you know, and, and for her to talk so openly about it and stuff. And then I guess President uh, Trump called her and congratulated her on her show, you know. Oh, good. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then I think it was after that that she put that tweet out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so people, the mainstream media people are all, you know, criticizing her and stuff. But I said, the reason that is is because most of them are involved in it. Mm. You know, yeah, so they, because you never hear yeah. on the mainstream media. I mean, there was thousands, thousands, no. thousands no, of people in an office, and uh, mainstream media never pushes that story out. How many people yeah. have been arrested? And you know, but we're moving up to the top ones that we've got yeah, like, to get like them. the uh, Jimmy Savile story. Like, you, you, I don't oh. think you really hear that much, if in, at all, in the uh, mainstream media. Well, yeah, well, the yeah, BBC the cr- covered that up so much, and that's yeah. why it was allowed to go on for, since the 60s or 70s. Yeah. It was raping. I heard the 50s. I heard, his, yeah. Yeah, I heard his first documented abuse was like 1955, and the last yeah. one I heard was uh, 2009. Really? That yeah. I guess he yeah, died. Yeah, he died. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. He died in 2011, eh? I think so, yeah. I know it was a couple of years after 2009, so yeah, something in that range. And he was providing, he's another Jeffrey Epstein. He's providing yeah. kids and stuff. Probably worse. All over, yeah. yeah. All over the world. And especially the royal family. Yeah. Well, well they're involved, too. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the queen, what did she do? Uh, she knighted him or whatever. And the Pope yeah. gave him some award, too, back in the day. Yep. Yeah. The Pope... And you see Jimmy Savile, yeah, you see him. If you go back, like I researched, you know, 
his involvement with musicians and with everybody. At, or the, he's got pictures with the Beatles and everything. I mean, he's he's been in on this. Well, they came out in the 60s when I was like 12 years old or something. 62. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think he used to host pictures of Papa with them back then. Pardon? I think he used to host Top of the Pops. Right, right. The British uh, entertainment show. They always yeah. featured a lot of good bands and upcoming bands. Yeah, right. I think he, I think he was the host for a while. Yeah, he was right, and then he'd molest these kids in the dressing yeah. rooms and all over. And and he would go to these hospitals, these orphanages, and these hospitals, yeah. and rape all these kids in there. And he'd have occult ceremonies in the basements, and he'd kill them and, and rape them after they're dead. Yeah. I mean, this this sickness has been going, and that's why I said if the last thing I do on this earth is to end this global pedophile network, that this has what been do you going think? on our... Go ahead. Yeah, what do you th- Evelyn, what do you think the chances are that he wasn't a psychopath? <laughs> Who, the Pope? No, the um, Jimmy Savile. Oh, Savile? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> not much chance at all. You could probably describe him better. <laughs> Wait. There must you know, be a top psychopath. How could he do yeah. what he did? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah. This is this is this is the disorder that's ruining the world. It you know? is. Because I mean, not most psychopaths aren't as bad as him, but but yeah. But, you know, sometimes they're just bad on a family level. They destroy their families. They destroy their relationships. You know, sure. it's uh, they're predatory in nature. So I mean, they're always looking for prey, but. You have the top-end psychopaths that prey upon upwards of millions of people. And, and then on the bottom, you might have a psychopath that just preys on their spouse or their you know, significant other or, or their children or something. So it's like, right. it's like they're all predators, they, but they uh, have different amounts of prey at one time. And then you got like everything in between. You know, but but they're always they always have to prey on somebody. It's it's part, it's part of their instincts. They're they're literally predators. They're they're human predators. They're intraspecies predators, meaning that they prey upon their own uh, species. Wow, this this is a scary world we're living in. And uh... it is, but yeah, but we're we're starting to identify what's going on now. Well, you know, yeah, I'm with your help, you know, explaining this, because, right, I think most people are like, oh, this can't really be happening. People couldn't really yeah. do this. Human beings couldn't do this. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, and also, another thing about psychopathy is they understand psychology very well. I mean, they understand the psychology of empaths, of normal people, of non-psychopaths. They know it makes us tick. That's why we're so easily led. That's it's, it's why they can get away with all these crimes because they know right. people don't want to know. Most people don't want to know. No. And, and then no, they people don't. that become a danger to them in some way they eliminate. Them. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So we need enough. We need to get the whole population to understand all this because because the biggest fear of the psychopath is exposure. Mm-hmm. I'd liken it to, like, let's say, uh, Evelyn, let, let's say you decided to have a party and you had 50 people at the party. And a 51st person, and, and you know all these people, basically. A 51st person wants to join the party. People don't really quite know them, but they let them in anyway. You know, they got a few drinks in them or whatever, and they're eating food. 
Yeah. And then uh, at the end of the evening, people start looking in their pocketbooks and their pants, and they realize, you know, they've been pickpocketed. You know, and meanwhile, the 51st person is gone. But you see, because nobody knew that person was a pickpocket. But it, when that person came to the door, if everybody understood that that person was a pickpocket, they wouldn't let them in the party. Right. That's what we have to do about psychopathy. We can't, you know, we have to identify them and not allow them to operate. It's like it's like if a normal human being goes into the jungle and sees a lion. You know, it, it doesn't mean that you hate the lion. The, the, you know, it's part of nature. But but you don't want to be its prey. So you're going to do whatever you can to make sure you're not prey. If you have a pistol on you, unfortunately, you'll probably shoot at it, to, to, at least to scare it away. Maybe not even kill it. But we have to understand that there's predators among us. And they're born that way, and they're incurable, and they run our institutions, and they run our political systems. This is what we have to embrace mentally, all of us do. And then we have a chance to change things. We're not going to change things through the election process. They own that, too. They've right. got that locked up. We, we, we can only do it by understanding the realities of human behavior. Right. Once, we, once we all understand that, we won't let the pickpocket in the door again. We've learned our lesson. Yeah, but how do we get rid of them now? I mean, they are running this country. I mean, I would estimate at least 90% of our Congress is compromised. And oh, it yeah. always, it used to be, you know, they could blackmail you with, you know, they catch you having an affair on your wife, or they catch you doing this or that, you know, and they could use that. But that that's not good enough anymore. It's always down to pedophilia now. I mean, they had to get yeah. the worst, the worst of the crimes so that they're blackmailed for life. And yeah. this bit, of, you know, before when you were talking about um, the church and everything, and I said. I feel really bad because, right, these people that go to church, I mean, I know people that go every day in the morning and stuff, mm -hmm. and I think it's kind of a place for them to meditate or whatever. It's so, where do these people yeah. go now? You know, if they face the truth, where do they go? But on the other hand, if they don't by now, that Catholic church has paid out over $4 billion so far to victims. Yeah. And, and it ain't half done. And the thing is, to me, anybody that goes to that Catholic church and contributes any money is supporting this pedophile operation because yeah. that money is going to pay off these victims. And so, I mean, yeah. they want to create divide. Well, I'll tell you, I'm getting real upset with these Catholics that keep going to that church and giving them money to keep this pedophilia operation going because it ain't stopping. You'd think, you know, after everything that would happen that you'd see a decline. Not a chance. They just had a big bust over in Michigan last week rated uh, two dioceses over there. I mean, this is it doesn't stop. And as long as people keep going to that church and giving them money, it's never going to stop. No. The predator is always going to predate when, when there's prey. So, so you, know, sure. you know, as long as people are willing to give or willing to cooperate with their schemes mm -hmm. through whatever method, they're, they're they're just going to continue, but if yes. they're completely exposed, they won't they won't be able to to operate. 
you know, the well, uh, pickpocket won't be able to enter the door. If the, if the pickpocket can't enter the door, nobody's going to have their, their pocket picked. <laughs> so well, that's how you have to look at it. The yeah. People have well, to understand the science, the science of the mind. They want, they, they want you to think in a different manner. They don't want you addressing these realities. So they're going to feed you all kinds of distractions and disinformation so that you don't put two and two together. This is the barrage we're constantly under and have been for centuries, a millennia. It's just more sophisticated now with the new technology. And, and, and it's going to get worse. Unchecked, it's going to get worse. That's why we've got to wake up now. We've got to understand these disorders, put them in a context, in their proper context. It's the only, it's the only, it's the only way I see of improving the world and, and, and stopping a worldwide dystopia. You know, because they're going to give you every single excuse they can think of. Now, it's this boogeyman, it's that boogeyman, it's this race, it's this religion, it's these people. You know, it's the breakdown of society, it's this, that. They'll come up with a million and one things to confuse everybody. Right. It's not, confu- it's not confusing. It's, it's, we're run by clinical psychopaths. We need to understand the disorder and why they behave in the manner they do and understand that they're born that way. It's genetic. It, it, it can be purposely bred in their dynastic families. You know, they're, they're careful in their breeding. They try to breed with other psychopaths. I know this sounds like science fiction, but it, it's true. Well, it is true. If you trace the bloodlines. They don't call well, it psychopathy. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they don't really call it psychopathy. They, they call it like royal bloodlines, you know, things like that. Um, right. Excuses like uh, keeping the money within the family, um, only breeding with, uh, you know, the higher echelons of society, make it look glamorous. You know, they have a million and one words for it. But it's really what they're what they're doing is they're trying to replicate their traits because their traits are useful to their family businesses. They don't want they don't want a rear of children that have empathy that are going to maybe turn in the family and expose what they're doing. Their if it's pedophilia or, or whatever it is, you know they want they want like-minded people, you know, to pass the business along. They a lot of the people at the very top they think multi-generationally they they think they some of them think 100 200 years down the road like like they're going to live that long but this is how they think and, and they raise their children in this manner you know to to be even worse than they are yeah and, and you know people people don't understand they do this to their own children they rape and sodomize their very own children yeah, and some around for their like, yeah. Like, like if they're if they're breeding somebody, you know, for a leadership role, they probably won't be a direct victim of, say, sexual abuse. But but if they have a child that doesn't seem to have the leadership qualities, they've been known to sacrifice them. In, right. I mean, literally and figuratively. You know, they'll they'll put them in an MK Ultra program, turn them into an assassin. Or, or use them in some kind of 
false flag operations, whatever whatever use they could find, they will sacrifice their own children because they don't they don't have any feelings. They only like the children that seem to uh, seem to be uh, have a like mind to themselves, where they could enter a leadership role. You know, those uh-huh. people they'll treat better, right? You know, you know, well, like they're just uh, going to try to push Chelsea out here to run for office. I said, well, that will yeah. be the day. That yeah. will be the day. And the same with they keep pushing this Biden out here like he's going to run. Every time I see it, oh, drives God. me nuts. I go right insane. I go and find the yeah. pictures of him feeding up all those little girls at them Senate, at them Senate here and are swearing in ceremonies. And I said, I believe that that's a ritual. And then parents yeah. let him do that right in public on that public TV for the whole world to watch. Grow up mm-hmm. them little girls' breasts and everything. It just oh, it just makes me sick. And when they put it out there that he's going to run, I can't believe it that they do this. Well, think of the idiots out there that would actually vote for them. I hate to call them idiots, but, it, you know. Well, they are. Well, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe yeah. that. I believe anybody that supports me now are pedophiles themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Walt, for coming oh, on thank and explaining you. this to us. That we need to understand hey, this, why these people act like this. Hey, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, well, thank you so much. Well, well thank you, people. We will see you next week. Bye. Piece in pieces, bloody and bruised. I feel so helpless.